The latest on Illinois' assault weapons ban. Now, it went into effect two weeks ago. Groups filed lawsuits last week. And now it's on hold in parts of the state, but only for the plaintiffs. A downstate judge ruled Friday that the more than 800 plaintiffs that signed on to a suit challenging the new law don't have to abide by its rules, at least temporarily. WBEZ's Mawa Iqbal is here to explain. Hi, Mawa. Hi, how's it going? It's going. Uh, tell me, what's going on here? Because I'm, I'm getting confused. Why has a judge <laughs> issued this temporary ban? Yeah, so basically, um, Tom DeVore, who, if you remember, he was the Republican candidate for state attorney general. Mm -hmm. um, he filed a lawsuit uh, last week against Governor Pritzker, uh, state attorney general Kwame Raul, and other Democratic officials, basically saying that the law is unconstitutional, violates people's Second Amendment rights. And so he was seeking a temporary restraining order from the judge, which would basically mean that, like, the plaintiffs involved in the suit would not have to abide by the ban. And so what happened this past Friday was the judge granted the temporary restraining order, so blocking the state from enforcing this ban um, onto the plaintiffs in the suit. So, so that includes, right, like 866 gun owners and firearms dealers, um, at least while the case gets decided out in other courts on whether it's unconstitutional or not. Uh -huh. So, yeah, so this decision isn't like a final decision on, you know, if it's unconstitutional. It's just kind of like the judge's way of saying, like, you know, constitutionality is up in the air. So let's just put a pause on it while we decide it later. I see. Governor J.B. Pritzker signed this into law, as I mentioned, barely two weeks ago. So how is he yeah. reacting to this latest news? Um, well, he did release a statement saying that while he wasn't surprised by it, he was pretty disappointed. Um, but but him and other like proponents for the gun ban have been saying, like, you know, we remain pretty confident that this will uphold uh, the constitutionality of Illinois' law and, and, you know, that this will basically stand against any legal challenges. Uh, a, a bunch of lawmakers that I spoke with last week have also said that, you know, while they were working on this this bill, mm -hmm. they consulted with like other states that have similar laws to make sure that, you know, this would stand up in, in court. So how many lawsuits have been filed so far, Mawa? So, so far, there are three, including this divorce lawsuit. Um, there is one uh, federal lawsuit that was filed by the State Rifle Association. Okay. They've teamed up with the Second Amendment Foundation, which is this nonprofit gun rights group based out of Seattle. And they filed that suit in the Southern District of Illinois. So, so kind of this idea that, you know, like a downstate judge will be more sympathetic to people's Second Amendment rights. Um, and that's the one that, uh, you know, gun rights advocates and people involved in the suits are saying to look out for as far as like a final decision on whether this law is unconstitutional or not. So, right. but, but I will say I did see earlier this morning that the divorce law office is actually going to issue a second lawsuit just because they've received so many requests from people to be listed as plaintiffs. Interesting. So, yeah. So, so as we know now, there probably will be a fourth one total so and, and catch us up remind us of the specific some of the specific reasons that uh, these groups claim to to want to uh, eliminate this ban yeah so essentially it's pretty much the same across the board they're, they're arguing that that violates people's second amendment rights um specifically to uh self-defense with firearms um so and then there, there are a couple cases where people are, are arguing that it violates people's fifth and 14th amendment rights um so the equal protection clauses but mm -hmm. it's it's pretty it's basically second amendment rights is the big big one so and the ban itself entails what 
Yeah, so it's a ban on the future sale, possession, and transfer of assault-style weapons. Uh, people who are in the military or law enforcement personnel are exempt from this ban. But if you are a current owner of a assault-style weapon, you have to basically apply for an, what's called endorsement on your firearm ID card. And that just means like registering it with the state police, uh, the firearm serial number and your information, stuff like that, um, by January 2024. It also outlaws uh, what are known as switches. So these are rapid fire devices that can turn uh, regular guns into fully automatic ones and also puts a cap on uh, magazine capacities. So like if, if a magazine and a long gun can hold more than 10 rounds, that's illegal and a magazine that can hold more than 15 rounds in handguns, that's illegal. So, And so we're clear as far as this temporary ban goes. Has the judge decided on, on a timeline to hear these suits? Um, so what we know so far is that there will be a, um, a hearing on February 1st uh, on this t- temporary restraining order. Um, I was actually speaking to a UCLA professor this morning um, who studies gun laws, and he did say that it is unusual for a judge to issue a temporary restraining order that only applies to the plaintiffs, obviously, because that does like, you know, create an inconsistency, right? It's like only these 800 people are exempt from the law, whereas like everyone else isn't. Right. So I'm guessing that in this hearing, the judge may consider um, making this TRO, this restraining order apply to everyone in Illinois, just to keep it the same across the board. But as far as the timeline, the other cases, I'm not quite sure. The professor did say, though, that just just based on like how it's been playing out in other states, that this will probably be like a months long, if not year long issue oh, just wow. with all the different lawsuits. Yeah, just, just all the different lawsuits and how big of a case this is and, and other Supreme Court developments and stuff. So it, it will. Yeah, it will probably be a really long time before we hear a final decision. Yeah. Well, what are you keeping an eye on as the story does develop? Um, as of now, just like looking short term. So so uh, looking out for the second lawsuit from DeVore, I, I think it'll be interesting to see like just how many people are listed too. Um, I also think it's interesting. Um, I, I don't know if, if you saw, but there were um, these like county sheriffs that have also been um, voicing yes. their opposition. Quite a few. Yeah. 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 Right. So I think it'd be interesting to see how that plays out. But yeah, just, just kind of taking it, I guess, like step day, day by day, if you will, just just with, you know, how changing and involving it is. Um, Absolutely. Mawa Iqbal is a State House reporter for WBEZ. Thank you so much for joining us. Yeah, thank you.